Rock and roll Friday morning, Andy Hoare. All right, here we are with uh, Friday, Friday 15. We're going to reverse uh, course here, and I'm going to be the host. Right, you're the host today. Right, well, Go hey, it. everybody, thanks for coming. We got uh, 15 minutes. We're going to try and stick to 15 minutes. We've drifted a bit. It's been the Friday 18, the Friday 22. We'll try and keep it the Friday 15 here. But uh, um, my name is Andy Hoare. I'm here with Brian Beck. For those of you who don't know Brian, He's a uh, superhero in a way that he can take off his cape and go and become a systems integrator. He can become an author. He's done all these things. He's been a practitioner. And now he also is a managing partner at Inceva, which is an agency that helps uh, people sell on Amazon. So Brian, today's topic is about AI and whether it's ready for prime time when it comes to data. Yep. Um, great to be joined with you or by you today. So are you ready to talk about this? Oh, I am. I am I ever, man. This is such a hot topic. And those of you who don't know Andy Hoare, longtime Silicon Valley uh, veteran, you know, former VP of B2B e-commerce at Forrester Research, CEO of Paradigm B2B. And uh, and and my thought partner in so many things here and, and in this community we call Master B2B. Uh, so excited to be here with you, Andy, on this topic. Um, and one thing I want to make sure everyone knows, by the way, we've turned this into a podcast, too. So you can go on uh, Apple and Google and download um, uh, weekly our Friday 15s. And here, uh, you know, if you're at the gym or taking a walk or just immensely bored or taking a drive, <laughs> join us on uh, on there as well. So, yeah. So, Andy, you know, this week, yeah, we've, we've got uh, a lot to talk about. And the question on the table. Our today cartoons is, are back, too. Well, they're always back, man. Come on. They're, 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 <laughs> this is, a, yeah. This is this is what we actually look like. Um, so when it comes to data, is AI ready for prime time? Right. That's our question. Uh, our question today. And, and Andy, there's been so much news on this, too, lately. I don't know if you saw this uh, this week, but Amazon investing a four billion dollars in this AI provider called Anthropic. Uh, are you familiar? Do you see this? Are you familiar with this company at all? Yeah, I am. And, you know, $4 billion is a lot of money to a lot of companies, even Amazon. But, you know, it's kind of funny to think that's probably what they found in the couch cushions. So, <laughs> you know, $4 billion is real money. And and actually, this is a statement that this is real now. I mean, oh, sure. not that it wasn't before, but a year ago, I don't think we would have seen a story yeah. like this. So if we did, Amazon would have done something like this quietly as sure. research and development. Now they're actually talking about it openly. Do you want to tell people what cloud or cloud? Yeah, so cloud is, is like it's like chat. So cloud is their is their basically their their chat GPT equivalent, right? Where OpenAI has chat GPT, cloud is is their um, uh, equivalent. And you know this anthropic, the way I understand it, Andy, that a lot of it is it's it's some of the folks who came from Open um, AI who who were you know originally building the chat GPT interfaces and AI. Um, capabilities uh two of the key people there left and started this company a few years ago called anthropic and this claude thing is it, it works like you know like chat gpt does where you enter and you know train the prompt etc but their their whole thing is about security you know it's the next level sort of secure system a greater greater levels of accuracy you know those things they're going to tie it into aws and that's why amazon you know is invested or one of the reasons they justified the investment and so but yeah so that's what claude is you know it's it's, it's that as you can see here on the, uh, on the screen for those of you listening it's just a sort of a visual interface um so um yeah, like chat gpt which something tells me in a couple of years we're all gonna have heard of it we're all gonna probably have used it right and people this is becoming sort of de rigueur for amazon is they make these investments they don't 
to great fanfare release anything. They seed it out, then all of a sudden we're all using it. Yep. And yep. so they have a different approach. They're not a you know, big bang with the PR, like say a Salesforce is, but they'll tell you 80 times about Einstein. Yep. Um, you know, this is, Claude is going to be out there. We'll hear about it probably at some point. Then we'll be using it and look back and go, wait a minute, when did this thing not exist? Right, right. Exactly. Like Google or Alexa or something like that. And yeah, Jason just chimed in here. Jason Hine, thanks. He said, Claude is a great tool, smart acquisition by Amazon. Agree, uh, Jason. Um, it sounds like you've used it. I, I haven't personally used this. I use ChatGPT, but uh, may, may dive into this myself. Uh, too. Um, and here's another uh, another comment from Balaji. Thank you. In my opinion, also next best compared to other LLMs uh, as OpenAI is at the top of my list. Claude is second best. Interesting. Thank you, Balaji. Appreciate that uh, that comment there. If so, we tell people we finally learned how to put the comments on screen. Yeah, we did. did. Yes, we did. We did. We, we, we're, Actually, we're, we did. Our cartoon figures did. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. So uh, so we got some data to share here. Um, but before we do that, one of the things that's really uh, interesting, Andy, I don't know if you saw this in Digital Commerce 360 this week, uh, story uh, talking about Gen Z. The, the consumers are optimistic about AI improving yeah. online shopping. They said nearly 90% of Gen Z uh, uh, shoppers say online shopping will improve using AI for product selection, price comparisons, and more in this new survey. And, you know, there's, there's all kinds of reasons why, you know, comparing prices, finding deals, receiving relevant offers receiving personalized assistance. I think that you know, kind of that personalization aspect is really important. And, you know, this article was about B2C, but this has huge implications for B2B because guess what, folks? Those B2C shoppers are the same people who are doing buying for their business. There's no, this whole blurring of consumer and B2B is here. And so I think this has huge implications for B2B. Yeah, you know, I'm going to coin a term, which I'm sure other people have already used, so it's not probably really a coining of a term. But, you know, we had this idea of digital natives. I think we're not going to talk about a generation of people who are AI native, who are people who grew up with AI, and they're not afraid of it. In fact, worse than that, for the seller side, they're going to expect this hyper-personalization, this customization that comes with only AI at scale, where they can make somebody sound, look, however you want, uh, they're going to expect that. And and if you don't deliver it, you are going to be left behind. Yeah. I'm think, and I think about all the B2B companies that are still just, you know, struggling to even put up an e-commerce website or, or have some rudimentary version. I mean, this the world is moving beyond, um, you know, beyond you rapidly, those of you who, who are still struggling with that. The good news, though, is that if you start now with these efforts, you can actually get up to speed more easily and quickly than those who are saddled with you know, legacy uh, uh, systems and debt and things like that. That sort right. of thing. So, right. Totally true. I mean, there's a story from the 1980s, I think it was, or 1990s, about the country of Israel where they didn't have a large landline infrastructure. And so when cell phones came along, they just leapfrogged it. They just right. never embedded, they never buried the lines, never did any of that stuff. They just went right to cell phone infrastructure. And I think there are companies today in B2B where what you just said might be the case that they can just literally leapfrog the existing technologies, not have a bunch of tech debt, start with fresh, brand new AI enabled technologies and actually jump ahead of people. Yeah, exactly. Balaji, thanks for your follow on commentary. He, he just said, you know, the AI was once called Eliza. Some version has always been around us. Yeah, I'm interesting. Yeah, and it's true, actually. You know, I mean, talk to folks like, uh, well, like, like Jason Hine, who was commented earlier, you know, the, the the tools, the solutions for things like site search and others 
have always embedded some level of, of AI um, or what they would call AI into their solutions. And we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about this today as it relates to product data. So let's share a little bit of that. You know, this is McKinsey last week said, Gen AI is only in its nascent stages of development and usage. This smart technology is only going to get more intelligent. And those who don't learn to work with it starting now will be left behind. And that's, that was, you know, uh, September 20th, just a little while ago, Andy, uh, where they, they said that. Now, the question I have is, is that true or is or are we dealing with a situation where, you know, it's a shiny object, right? It, can you spend lots of time, effort and, and resources on just, you know, sort of working through this and, and it distracts you from the fundamentals? Uh, and it's, it's not fundamental. It's a shiny object. and You should wait. Um, I had a, a, we're at the, a workshop running a workshop last week in Atlanta where we talked about this with uh, 25 executives. And, you know, one of them, one of them said, Hey, my, my, um, you know, my organization, my CEO said, take 30% of your budget next year, forget everything you were spending it on, spend it on AI. Is that a wise <laughs> move or is that not a wise move? And, you know, so they want the C-suite. We hear this consistently. The C-suite wants this coming from, you know, you know, these investments to be happening. I'm just not sure they know what to invest in or even if it's ready. Where did right? 30% come from? Why not 25? Right. Why not 50%? Right. Yeah, right, right. It's one Feel of those like things. something that a CEO might say yeah. uh, just to make him or herself feel better that we're investing in a big way? Yep. Who knows? Yeah. So when we look at this statistic here, and for those of you who are listening, um, this uh, we're showing a graph that shows the road to 100 million users for various platforms. And ChatGPT got there in two months. That's insane. Netflix took 18 years. Spotify took 11 years. Even, even Facebook took four and a half years to get to 100 million users. It's insane how fast this is being adopted, Andy. And, and so, you know, people are really interested in this. And a statistic was shared last week during our workshop, too, that there's over 50,000 uh, AI solutions in the marketplace that sellers can use to try to leverage, um, you know, leverage this um, and improve their business. Well, I just saw, I think it was yesterday, that OpenAI, the parent company of ChatGPT, uh, was reported to have a $90 billion valuation. <laughs> wow. $90 billion. That's insane. So, but it's it's a game changing technology. Is it completely ready in all cases for all use right. cases? No, but well, I'm, yeah, but it's go ahead. a game changer, and it's a game changer not just because of what it offers, but because of the zeitgeist now in 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 the world. People now have accepted it; they've embraced it. Can you imagine trying to explain to somebody a couple of years ago that hey, you're going to start using this technology that's going to write things for you? Kids yeah. will stop doing homework. People said, "What?" Here we are. <laughs> right. Well, you know, what's interesting, though, is, you know, as we look at what people are concerned about, this was a, a, a study by uh, McKinsey showing, you know, that the number one uh, issue or concern is trust. And as it relates particularly to inaccuracy, when we look at generative AI related risks that organizations consider relevant and are working on to mitigate, but are concerned about inaccuracy, number one. Now, Right. So, but you know, what's interesting, Andy, I was in a boardroom this week. We have, we have uh, a master B2B, we have a boardroom program and these are all executives. These are private discussions uh, amongst executives. And, and we had one talking about AI and we had some incredible companies and leaders on this boardroom just happened a couple of days ago, talking about how they're using AI, AI in their business. And what the theme I'm getting from this is they're almost all testing uses of it and 
in my opinion, they are, and in their opinions, they are seeing some real results from using AI for things like, for example, we had a large distributor on, on the call, their head of e-commerce. It was talking about how they're using AI to assemble information. If the information already exists in the world, meaning that manufacturers or other distributors or, or other folks have, have created data around products, well, they're using it to now to give them a significant starting point using AI, give them a significant starting point on creating product descriptions where they where they lack product data. Now it's harder for a manufacturer. That's the other thing that came out of this discussion. We had some highly technical, you know, very large global uh, manufacturers on the phone where they make or on the call where we where we make they make complex products. If the if the information doesn't exist, ChatGPT or AI can't create can't create it from nothing. So they have a harder road, but for the distributor in product data, they're using it. They're doing it right now, even for things like product comparison, Andy. So show me what the comparisons are between these two products. And I'm going to use that and then feed that into AI. And, and I'm going to use that on my website now as a way to, to, to compare for the customer. But anyway, some really great use cases came out of that. Well, and that's that's a, a, the absolute point about ChatGPT is that's its strength and its weakness. If something yep. exists anywhere in the world, really in any format, structured or unstructured, ChatGPT can pretty much um, elicit it from that information. <clears throat> However, if it yep. does not exist, ChatGPT is as dumb as rocks. And yep. so, you know, that is worth keeping in mind as you're doing stuff. But I think the problem is that people have not thought about the vast expanse. It really does require a, a change of thinking about, yep. hey, wait a minute. I used to think this information was scarce, but it's not because it's someplace and ChatGPT can now go find it. So, yeah, I mean, it's you, you mentioned the thing about product comparisons. You, I think we talked, uh, too, about using AI to package customized sales materials, um, you know, enhance product descriptions. I mean, there's yeah. all, all sorts of stuff. Basically, the world's information at your fingertips. But that's all. If it doesn't exist in the domain of the world, ChatGPT can't create it. Unless you want to see Beanie Babies and Trolls put together as a picture, you know, that doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Well, I was, I was just showing this uh, quote from Jason, uh, which I think is a great one. It says, OK, there's a big issue around Gen AI to create content around product data, which is the issue of adversarial attacks. Every AI expert I've asked about this issue has responded yet with, yeah, we don't have a, a solution for that. Adversarial attacks. That's oops. Sorry about that, guys. That's that's interesting, uh, Jason. Uh, you know, we talk about, you know, is this is a whole new area of. Um, you know, of concern that people have, uh, you know, and, and ways that other companies, perhaps some bad actors can come in, Andy, and use this as a way to, you know, to, to influence and, and actually cause damage to other, um, other, other companies they're competing with. And I think that's what gets to some of the, you know, the, the things that, you know, Anthropic apparently addresses is some of the security stuff related to, to AI. But, you know, that was an interesting comment, Jason. Any thoughts on that, Andy? No, I think, you know, in the interest of time, we'll let that one sit, but that's probably another discussion for another day, but it is, a, it is a good point. I mean, it's not flawless here and there are going to be issues around this. And Jason does often, every time we talk about this, Jason you, brings up a liability you, issue. There he goes, right? Product liability lawyers are drooling over this conversation. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, but you know what? I will say what I say to Jason every time too about this is that you can have layers of AI on top of AI. You can have AI checking AI and it, re yeah. it, it starts pushing the standard deviation out to the fourth. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So let's be honest here that yes, in its current form, it is still a little bit nascent, yeah. but AI will solve AI's problems. You watch. There you go. 
Well, yeah, we're coming up on our time here, guys. One thing we wanted to share is our LinkedIn poll, which I flashed accidentally uh, before. Sorry about that. But for those of you, again, listening, uh, when it, the question we asked on LinkedIn when it comes to solving the data problem at B2B, is AI really ready for prime time? And, you know, it was fairly close, but 60% said yes, that AI can be used today more so than, no, hey, hold off. You know, 40% said, no, hold off. It's not ready yet. Um, so this is interesting, Andy. I mean, I think, you know, the, the, the universe thinks, the universe, our, our network, our community thinks that it's it's ready for use in some forms. And I think we saw that in our boardroom discussions this week. A little context setting. Can you imagine if this was a year ago, what that number would have been? Oh, right. Yeah, it would have been completely. 10, 15, 20% at totally most. Different. Yeah. Totally different. Totally different. So, uh, folks, you know, we have these discussions in our Master B2B forum. If you go to our website, masterb2b.com, and you click on forum, if you're a practitioner, this is only for practitioners, manufacturers, and distributors, brands. Um, you can come in and and um, and sign up, and it's free. And you can have these conversations about AI, about other things with some of the practitioners. I mean, this this is an incredible group. Just a small snapshot of the 350, 400 people we have in there. You know, 3M, Sloan, Eaton, Miller Knoll, uh, Ergodine, Kimberly Clark, American Ortho, Dawn Foods. I mean, it's just it's an incredible group of people. So we encourage you to uh, to come in and, and check that out. So, uh, Andy, I, we gotta we gotta wrap up here. We went to Friday seventeen today. Man, we're <laughs> we're not doing so well on our uh, on our um, our uh, timing. But, folks, thanks for listening. Well, we'll we gotta give the people what the people want, Brian. Well, I think on that note, Brian decided to leave early. So, for those of you who are still left, uh, really appreciate you joining today. And next week, we'll have a new topic. Oh, here's Brian. He's coming back. Um, but again, we'll have a new topic. This is a fascinating one. We have things coming up. Go to our website if you want to learn more. I'm actually moderating a conversation next Wednesday in Chicago with a group of executives on this very same topic. So uh, this one's not going away, Brian, like you just did. So uh, That's right. sorry about that, guys. I just, I I just told everybody that Good. <laughs> we'll get this right at some point, but uh, again, well. thanks everybody for coming. Brian, thanks Bye for coming friend. back, and we'll see everybody no next worries. week. See you guys next week. Thanks for joining.